<laughs> Hello and welcome back to the What the Derf Show. My name is Freddie and this is... You know what I mean. And in this episode, we talk about some baking stuff. Yeah. You know, a little bit of ranting in the beginning. And then we get into a couple segments, including current events that nobody cares about to keep us politically unbiased. We bring up Florida again. Noemi does this little thing called Fred Vice. And uh, I actually really like that. She laid the ground rules before we started it. Yeah, because I know it throws you off. Yeah. I don't. You know what else throws me off? Your foot right here, wiggling your... Stop! That's 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 cute. I don't mind. I don't mind touching. My, I'll touch your feet anytime, girl. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Take it, take it. Uh, we also get into uh, some creepy science facts, and then hey, I have another. I have another story. We're talking about elementary school. Yeah. We both kind of have little stories. Valentine's Day. Valentine's Day. Jasmine. Jasmine. I love you, girl. Yes. No, I don't. I don't. I'm just kidding, babe. I love you. <laughs> you can't. You can't unsay what you just said. Ah. If you don't already, follow us on Instagram, TikTok. Um, yeah, leave us a like, review, rating on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, however you listen to this. And yeah, if you have any suggestions, leave us a message on Instagram. DMs are open. Just don't be weird, okay? All right. Hope you enjoyed the episode. Bye. Bye. Hey, dear listeners, I do want to let you know the different ways that you can support this podcast. First, you can just follow me or Noemi on Instagram. I'm what the derf. Noemi is o.noemi3. On my Instagram profile, there's a link tree with a Venmo, my TikTok, even a P.O. box. So many different ways that you can support this podcast. If you can follow us and like us on all platforms, we'd really appreciate it. We thank you for the support, the donations thus far, and we look forward to the What the Derf Show future with you. Love you guys. Test. Let's block out these. You got it right there. Oh, you got yourself right there. Test, test one. So I'm, I'm over here drinking my Dutch bros, and all I can hear are people, specifically girls. Can you bring me mine? I'm going to pause it in a second to get you yours, and then the, the audience is going to be like, when is he going to get it? But joke's on you, because I just got it before I just said, when is he going to get it? Thank you. What is it with girls, females? It's not dudes. Mm. I mean, it might be dudes maybe a little light in the loafers, but it's not dudes that do this. It's girls that shorten these coffee places. They go, I'm going to get my Starbs. I want Starbies. Or I'm going to get my Dutch bras. <laughs> I'm going to get my Dutch bras. What, what is it? Or just Dutch. Hold on. Hold on. I just corrected myself in my brain. Dudes do it too. Yeah. But in, in a more uh, uh, masculine Manly. way. How, what do I call Starbucks? Um, Starbies. Yeah. Yeah, but dudes in baseball, if there's a guy named Mark, let's go Marky. E. If there's a guy named Jones, come on, Jonesy, you got it, Jonesy. If there's a guy <laughs> oh, named, oh, you guys do cute little pet names. No, it's it's whenever it's a solid. You make, so you guys make it longer. No, you just add an e at the end. Well, it's technically a y if we want to get technical with the English, but you add a y at the end mm. to names that make sense. You can't do it to to Mexican names, I don't think. Like Juan, Juani, or maybe come on, Juani, Jose, or or they'll add an er at the end too. Jose would be a hoser. What? I'm not even lying. It's like come on, hoser. Let's go, kid. Hit the ball. Keep your eye on the ball. Forget about that last one. Come on, kid. That's baseball talk right there. So that's just like a thing. It's just a tradition. People are weird. People that is my uh, last assessment. Another thing that I was thinking about 
How many jijijujijus do you think Fifty Cent said before he landed on jijijujujujujujujujujujujujujujujujujujujujujujujujujujujujujujujujujujujujujujujujujujujujujujujujujujujujujujujujujujujujujujujujujujujujujujujujujujujujujujujujujujujujujujujujujujujujujujujujujuj
is true. Strong side, left side, baby. Nurse, can't you see the family resemblance? That's my brother. If you don't get that, move along. So I'm just like, hey, let me try to bake. And I start baking. I start baking. I start drawing. And why am I good at baking? Because at, at work, I read blueprints and, and how to do things. And then baking requires instructions. But also at work, when you read blueprints, you're just like, hey, let's find the easiest way to do this or the best way to do this. And sometimes you tweak things. You do the same thing with baking. And I started making some epic stuff. And on Saturday, for a youth leader meeting at the residence of Noemi's sister's house, I made some white chocolate bread pudding. And it was fire. It was really good. I had never had bread pudding before. Yeah. She kept saying, what is it? And I goes, bread pudding. And she goes, where's the pudding? <laughs> <laughs> it's in the bread pudding. But where's the pudding? So he had all the bread and I was like, okay, okay where's the pudding though? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> okay, where's the pudding though? I see bread and no pudding. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it was really good. Yeah, because you think of Bill Cosby's Jello pudding when you think of pudding, huh? The bread, the pudding. I don't know what you're talking about. What do you? Okay, what do you think of when you think of pudding? Um, like tapioca. <laughs> okay, did you? Okay, when the you gooey, saw that, the when, gooey stuff. Okay, it's bread pudding gooey. What is what is the gooey stuff? <laughs> For five hundred dollars. <laughs> what is the gooey? What is the gooey? <laughs> what is the gooey? All right, Naomi's on her period. And, yes. Uh, I don't know. Why I said that right. Now. <laughs> You're so funny. <laughs> <laughs> Naomi's on her period. <laughs> Welcome back to the What no, the Derf Show. I'm in my. You either say my womanly days or, or her my moon day. day. Check it out. It's Moon Day week. Yes. Um, welcome back to the What the Durf Show. Thank you for for continually joining in and tuning in to this this little podcast thing. Yeah. Last episode was a really really fun episode. It was. We do have a an announcement next week. If all the stars stay aligned, or God willing, um, next week on Thursday we're going to be recording for next Monday's podcast, and we're going to have a special guest. His name is Paul Yanez. He was a mayoral candidate last year for Los Banos, California, and you don't have to be local or know him to enjoy this podcast because he's because he's also an advocate and a founder of a active shooter training program. And I don't have the name on me right now, but I'll have it next week for sure. And uh, we're going to just pick his brain of of active shooters of of the political backgrounds and and his which is his, interesting because we just had an experience well that's kind of what 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 provoked this like you know what let's 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 move on this you know what i'm saying what if we're going to educate 100 people and then you know why not why not ripples baby ripples i'm all about the ripples you know what i'm saying and yeah. um I was like, let's just pick his brain, his political background, his his religious background, because he's a man of faith. Yeah. And uh, let's just pick his brain. It isn't going to be one-sided as far as left or right. That's not what we do here. And we're really excited. And I just want to shoot that announcement for uh, for next week as well. We're going to be, I'm going to be pushing that. I might even actually spend a little money to advertise that on uh, Instagram and Facebook. Like 15 bucks. It pushes it towards X amount of viewers. Yeah. What's up, baby? I like how you say Yanez. Paul Yanez? <laughs> yes. What am I supposed to say? Yanez. Yanez. 
<laughs> what are you laughing? This is funny. Why is that funny? I don't. It's cute. How is it cute? I'm a man. You said it, and you're cute. <laughs> I'm a man. As I as I as I drink my uh, camp out cold brew from Dutch Bros, and I go pink straw. Can I, with my pink straw. Can I get five scoops of the soft top? I <laughs> verbatim told them soft top is pretty much soggy whipped cream that they put on top. And verbatim last week, I got one, and they go, "How much? How much soft top do you want in your drink, sir?" I go. You said yes. I go. No, I. I said I want enough soft top so when I drink it, it's on my nose. <laughs> and the girl looked at me because she's nineteen, and nineteen-year-old people, they don't. There's there's a sense of humor boundary with anyone over thirty. You make a joke, they look at you like you're a freaking alien. Yeah. And then they make some kind of joke that you have no idea what it means. It's like, yeah, no cap. They just laugh over it. It's like, <laughs> dude, how's that funny? How's that funny, stupid? You're not stupid. So you told them. You I said I wanted a lot of soft top in the thingy. Yeah. But um, yeah. Oh. Hello, camera. Noemi's uh, recording me. She likes to do this for her own amusement. And uh, yeah. My own amusement. Her own amusement. (laughs) So we have a couple segments for you. Uh, We're going to jump right into them. I'm going to go and do mine. Um, Okay. Yeah. uh, We're going to bring one back with that. We haven't done it in about five episodes because we get a little too serious. But I do want to get serious about something later. And it's an article. If we have time, there's an article that I want to read. And... If yeah, not, but, we can save it. Yeah, but this one. Current events that nobody cares about to keep us politically unbiased. I have two. All right. Nice. Are you ready for this? Last week we had some. We had some funny. Last week we had some fun little duck facts. Some fun little some fun little duck facts, and we're going for the awe factor here. We're going for the awe factor. Okay. Is so everybody cute, ready? Cuteness factor. Yes. So Noemi doesn't know these, and I'm going to read the headline, and we're going to, audience, we hold need- Hold on, hold on, before what? you say what? that. What? You got to fart? Lily needs to concentrate on the road right now. Lily, pay attention to the road. Yes. And- Diego, you too, homie. They're both watching on their way to work. If you're a new listener, Lily and Diego are the cousins, or what are they? Lily is Noemi's cousin yes. and Diego's She's my first cousin. Noemi's Diego is step-brother her plus one, or, go, for, plus one. Uh, for life. <laughs> cousins to <laughs> and Noemi. And also last week I'm so upset because we forgot that the episode actually aired on Lily's birthday. Oh happy birthday. And we Lily. did not say happy birthday. Lily. So happy birthday to, to you. Off factor. Off factor. Okay, got the it. Audience, you're going to gauge this. Here we go. A giant step for ham kind. Hams- hamster survives daring Aww. trip into the stratosphere on a flying balloon. Oh, cute. <laughs> it's too much for her heart. <laughs> it's, it's so cute. Plus her moon day. She just might cry for 10 minutes. I might. The space ham, space ham reached a maximum altitude of 14 miles. Stop. 
and is in good health after being safely recovered from the sea. It's one giant step for Hamkind. A hamster has successfully returned to Earth after being launched into the stratosphere on a flying balloon. The space ham reached a maximum altitude of 14 miles and is in good health after being safely recovered from the sea of Japan's Mayako Island. Mayako. According to Iwatani Gikin, the company behind the daring experiment, the hamster was placed in an airtight cabin 60 centimeters high and 50 centimeters in diameter with the same atmospheric pressure and temperature as the ground. One photograph showed the rodent looking wistfully out the window while seven miles above the earth. The balloon was launched from Mayo Kojima, a city in Okinawa Prefecture, and climbed at an average of 6.3 meters per second. A camera installed inside the cabin showed the animals snoozing comfortably during the gradual ascent. Um, I, w- I read through this whole art- whole article. There's no reason why. I just want to say <laughs> it is very cute. Um, I'm not a fan of rodents, but it's very cute, anyways. I appreciate them from afar. Um, but it's funny because they say it's a giant step for ham kind, which yeah. is adorable. Um, also makes me think of Thanksgiving dinner. And it makes me hungry. But more than anything, this hamster didn't decide to do this. Yeah. The hamsters didn't get together and with their little hands built this balloon. It was humans that did this experiment. So the hamsters are chilling. You and know? all of a sudden they're, they're floating. Okay. Just, it's just one hamster. He's just like, oh, I'm just eating my carrot at whoa. <laughs> For six months. Just, whoa. Whoa. <laughs> Could you imagine? Yeah. What if someone, with not even telling you, that spoke... Wait, where did he poop? What if someone that didn't even tell you spoke a different language than you mm. and was a hundred times bigger than you, just picked you up, put you in a ball, and put you in space? I would be like, yo, let's not do that. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, and then the best part about this article is there's an advertisement on the bottom of the article. It's it's Tom Hardy. Hey, don't get too excited, girl. <laughs> I'm trying. I'm trying to make you my forever. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't, don't. I don't want to turn you into just some girl I remembered. Don't Dang. be turning yourself into I a wish. memory, girl. Oh, shut up. <laughs> His look is very intense right now. I'm, t- I'm tired of the, I'm tired of these streets. Tired of getting shot at. Tired of getting chased by the police and arrested. Mm-hmm. You know, I need this place for. Well, I don't mind. I'm just gonna stop. It's Tupac. All right. So this one is current events that nobody cares about to keep us politically unbiased. But a few episodes ago, we were surprised that a whole bunch of crap always happens in Florida. So a segment within this segment is. <laughs> What the hell's going on in Florida? So, I guess every year since 2017, this one I read the article. It's long, so I'm going to kind of uh, paraphrase the art article. And every year since 2017 in the summer, there is a annual. There's an annual hunt that people have to register and go through some like humane way of killing Burmese pythons because Burmese pythons are not indigenous to the, all parts of Florida. I think they're uh, what's it called a broadened species. I forget what that's called, but they're not indigenous. They're from outside. Someone brought them in and they started multiplying. Yeah. So so. So the ecosystem in Florida, it's, it's common knowledge that has gone down. There's native mammals that haven't have been 
been scar- more scarce and scarce, scarcer and scarcer, if that's a word, because these pythons are eating them. On the brink of extinction. Some on the brink of extinction because mama pythons can breed for 50 to 100 eggs oh. at a time. And if you're the superior species, if nothing's killing you, right. then you're going to live forever. Right. And if there's a over, like, if there's an abundance of, if there's an abundance of food, then they're going to, their life is going to be sustainable. And the food is anything lesser than them because they can eat anything. They eat alligators. What? The Burmese pythons. <gasps> so they grow up to 20 feet long. Oh my gosh. So every year, which this article came out on June 22nd, but it, the hunt starts on August 5th. So that crap's coming up. There's this lady. She's like 55, 60 years old. Last name's Khalil. She killed 19 of them last year. So... What it is? That's so in the in the hunt last year, two hundred and twenty three pythons were killed, mm-hmm. and you you got to kill them humanely, and it's for the better of the ecosystem in Florida to help restore the ecosystem and the life that that pythons that aren't even indigenous to that part of the world mm. are ruining. Right, and. So for 10 days, August 5th to August 15th, there's a competition with a $10,000 reward for the most and the biggest. For the most oh, and the snap. biggest. So Has anyone ever gotten hurt? Uh, it doesn't say, but here's, here's the crazy thing. Okay, this is, this is the crazy thing. And I hope your mind is as blown as mine, okay? Hunting pythons. If I just say that, the common brain is going to be like, oh, bad pythons are big. They got to kill a big snake. You don't venture off in thinking about maybe some people. Diego, I have faith in you that your brain will stretch further than most. Okay. <laughs> that you don't think about how, where, and what else is around these, these pythons. Okay. So how is you have to go into rural, rural, rural parts of like swampy areas. Where there's alligators. Where there's other species that you can't kill. Right. Including venomous snakes. Oh. And other type of pythons. What? Yeah, only, you only can legally kill the Burmese python. You can't kill any of the other snakes. Hmm. Sometimes they're by the roads, but they're mostly in like the, the, the brush and the swampy area. You know what I'm saying? They're nocturnal. And... You only hunt them, and I believe it's because it's their mating season in August. So that's that's why you're going to hunt them, um, which is hot. It's humid and hot right, yeah. all day. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. That blows my mind. I have a question for you. Ask me, girl. Do you know where a snake's heart is? You know what? I don't. Enlighten me. I don't know. Oh, I don't know. I, just, I don't know. We can Google it. But I don't have the answer right now. And where's its butt? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Uh, commercial break. And we're back. Okay, a little commercial break because I did a little research and a uh, snake's butthole is called the cloaca. And they pee, poop, and lay their eggs out of there. Interesting. And their heart, it differs from um, snake to snake. But let's just say it's... Does a snake have a chest? Technically, well, technically, because okay, so the 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 function the functionality of their internal system is kind of the same. So their trachea is right next to their um, esophagus, or hold on, their trachea is right next to something. Yeah, their trachea is right next to. I guess I don't know if it's called the esophagus for the 
the entrance for their stomach. But when they open up their jaws, the hole for their stomach opens up and then it goes down. Their lung is like as long as their body. Like that's the shape of their lung. What? And the heart is usually typically a quarter of the way from the head per snake. So that's the difference. And the butthole is right before the tail starts. The tail. And that's called the cloaca. Cloaca. And, yeah. And then the intestine isn't all like wavy. I'm... The intestine just goes like a little bit of zigzag goes down the, the length of the snake and then goes out the cloaca. The anus. And then after the anus, there's an anal plate. I didn't have time to Google that. Let's just use our imagination. It's down there somewhere. It's armor. Interesting. Yeah, so I they feel have. Like I'm smarter now. They have left lungs. They have right lungs. They have a heart quarter of the way down. Their stomach is just as long. All these organs are long and slender, just like the snake. Cool. And, and uh, that muscle covering it, all of them. Yes, lots of muscle. They're just a huge a lump of muscle. Of mus- they're guess, all muscle, basically. Just like me. <laughs> you you may not be a cobra, but you're my cobra. <laughs> <laughs> all right so just know uh I, this is actually re- really interesting to me uh, yes. i'm gonna monitor this and i believe that and around this time when i monitor and get the results we're gonna be launching season two of the what the Earth podcast uh it's probably gonna be like a week break and then season two or it might be during the 21 days of prayer for church we're 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 just I'm, I haven't really decided when the break's gonna be but there's gonna be a break it's, gonna, it's probably gonna come up quick because 21 days of prayer is on the 1st of August yeah so uh, maybe not after maybe after next week maybe Paul Yanez can close out the, the, the season yeah. and then we'll go from there and the reason for that is I really I really I've been saying it I've been saying it I've been saying it but I really want to get people on the podcast my whole like my he's he's always asking i'm always asking and why i don't pull he's the trigger okay people. why i don't pull the trigger is because there's people on tiktok there's um tiktok and mama there's jokes by jay there's nikki jabs all these people tiktok and mama's got a million followers these are known tiktokers and they're my friends because i knew them way back when we all had like a thousand followers each and now they passed me up like crazy but I asked them and they say, yeah. And there's this one Australian basketball player who's in L.A. And she said, yeah. And there's people that are, are just interesting that aren't TikTokers, but they, they have good careers. And they say, yeah. And I haven't pulled the trigger on it yet because whenever I listen to a podcast, I stay away from the podcast. And COVID kind of killed it for me. I stay away from the podcasts that aren't in person. Because not only does the sound quality from Skyping or FaceTiming somebody on a podcast, it goes down, but also the connection, you can hear a disconnect. Like there's not as deep as a connection as if it were to be in person. So, so I really want to get a plan on who I would like on the podcast. I would like to, so I'm just like, you know, well, who can I utilize that's in person? And it'd be, it'd be business owners, farmers, um, pastors not only from our church from from other churches uh political um candidates and uh, you know just just that are that are more local or i'm able to drive to la is not that far i would drive to la for an interview so i, I want to make sure that i love what i'm doing before i start doing it and that's why it hasn't happened and i'm only 34 Noemi's only 30 and this is a new podcast fairly new so 
We could really do what we want and make, we can take our time with it. There's no hurry. I think I'm ready though. I have people lined up and I'm ready, but I don't want to be like guest three episodes by herself and then another guest and another guest and like four episodes by herself. I want to be consistent. That makes sense. You can do one a month. So that's consistent. I want to make sure that there's consistency. I, I don't want to take away from me and you. I don't want to take away from what we are. And I don't want to be something that is getting a, a big name for more views. I want to have interesting people that I'm interested in. Because that'll, that'll make it better. Yeah. So that, that's just me, though. So like I know... That I, person, there was a person you asked, a girl that you asked. That she's... You asked her because she's well-known. Yeah. But you said, but I don't know her, and I don't know what she's about, so no, not That's her. an Australian basketball player. Yeah. I she know. said, yeah, she's from Australia. She played for a college, and she lives in L.A. I asked her if she wanted to be on the podcast, and she's got, like, $150,000 followers on Instagram, and I just thought, maybe not yet. Or maybe I'm just scared. Think I'm scared? No. No, I think, I think what I'm you little, said. You don't know anything about her. But I think I'm a little scared, too. About what? Why not just do it, you know? I think it'd be hard to speak to someone that I that I know nothing about. Also. I know nothing about Paul Yunez except for that, that thing, and he's going to be on the podcast next week. I mean, I do know some. Mm-hmm. But this is gonna, it's going to be fresh. But we can do it. There's no problem with it. I think when the mic's in front of you, it's, it sets an ambiance where people are into it. It sets a different ambiance. Conversations are different with mics in front of your face when it's yeah, a professional conversation. Yeah, that's true. That's, I'm just going based on Lily and, and Eric for the, the podcast. But my, my segment's done. Um, hope you learned a little more about snakes today. And uh, we're going to move on to Noemi if she's ready. Yep. Then let's get it, baby. <laughs> This is Fred Weiss. Fred Weiss. When you said this is, my brain said, story of a girl, drown a river and cry the whole world. No. Don't she look so- This is Fred Weiss. So sad. What a photograph. <laughs> you look so sad. I absolutely love her when she smiles. I absolutely love her when she smiles. I absolutely love her when she smiles. Okay, good. Thank you. <laughs> anyway... Okay, so in this segment, I want you to concentrate, okay? I don't want you to be thrown off your game because there's been a couple of segments. I told you about this segment beforehand. Yeah. Um, briefly. I don't want you to be thrown off because in the past, with certain segments, I have thrown you off because you don't know what's expected of you. So I'm going to be making it very clear to you right now. Do it. I want you to rant. Freddie's very good at ranting. Okay. And he often gives no, he it's not that he gives advice, he gives his opinion on things. <laughs> and in this segment, you are going to be giving advice to random people on Reddit. Oh, with, what? With no context. With no context. Just the question. Okay. Can I pause for like 5 seconds for each question? Yes. Okay, cool. This is under what should I do? Wow. Okay. So 
usually I'd have a lot more questions for each thing for context because I don't like to. What if you answer something and the context is way See, off? You know what I'm saying? These people okay. are never going okay. to know that okay. you answered their question. Okay, I'm so nervous right now. Okay, so okay, take, a d- take a deep breath. These people on Reddit, I'm not actually responding to them. I'm literally just reading out loud. So they will never know that you answered their question. So that part of it, you don't have to feel pressure. All right, let's okay? do this. I don't, even, I don't even care. First one. Should I break up with my boyfriend or give him another chance? Um, if you're going to Reddit for this, should I break up with my boyfriend and give him another chance? It's either one of two things that he did something so unforgivable, which you should forgive in the name of Jesus, no matter what. But he might have cheated and you're just like, I got to go to Reddit with this. Or he's a multiple offender. He's a multiple offender. Also, you have an option for me to give you a bit of context if you'd no, like. No, I don't want context because that's that's the only only two reasons why you go to Reddit for it. Okay, and if it's none of those two, he needs to dump you because that's low key psycho. So assuming it's the first two and not the latter, that he either did something so extreme that you're so heartbroken, or he's a multiple offender, I would lean toward. <laughs> Just a multiple heart- offender heartbreaker. It's 90% a yes, you should break up with your boyfriend because if you need to consult social media for the the sustainability of your relationship, if that's what it's gone to, you're either not healthy mentally or the relationship is not healthy mentally and, and the structure of it's all bad, you should break up with him. No, not 99%, not 90%, 108% you should break up with this guy. And he's, his name is probably Brad. Wow. What? That was deep. <laughs> what do you want me to do? You said rant? No, I like I, I didn't say I didn't like it. Jeez. Okay. Next one. Alright. What should I do about my coworker? What should I do about my coworker? So assuming that somebody is going to social media once again for what should I do with my coworker? It's one of two scenarios. The first one is that they're just a pain in the ass and you can't work with them, but they don't really cross the line to where they can get in trouble. They're just really hard to work with. Or number two is that they're just really having a hard time and it's affecting their work. So what should I do about my coworker? If it's the first one that they're a pain in the butt, if it's possible, just do you in the workplace, just do you in the workplace usually most people do work to where you have to communicate very minimal and you can just be in your own little world, put on an earbud, just work, just do you in the workplace because other people's feelings is a representation of them and should it be entered into your little circle or bubble. If it's a place where, you know what, it's a coworker, it's not your boss because if it was your boss, it would have been your boss. So I would just say you're just going to have to ignore them and do you and that's all you can worry about. Yeah. If they're heartbroken, or or whatever it is, they're like what should I do about my coworker because they're having a hard time, let's say like their mom died or whatever like that. And they're really having a hard time at work and they're not being productive, but you want to you know, you want to have like empathy and sympathy for them, then I would talk to them, but people are only gonna want help that they they, they, they reach out for, that they ask for. So talk to them. That's true. Try to build a relationship there. If there is a relationship already, it'll be a little bit be a little bit easier to talk to them. But if they're not producing and 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 it's affecting the workplace and you don't want to be mean about it, but you still gotta pay the bills, you're gonna have to go to management with it and that person's gonna have to take a leave of absence. So if they're a bad coworker because they suck, just put your head down, do the work, and if they cross the line, go to management. 
go to management. Assuming that you've already confronted them before. If it's the other one, you're probably going to end up having to go to management anyway. I'm just saying. Pretty good advice. Yeah. I like it. Next one. I feel like a friend of mine is using me. What should I do? I feel like a friend of mine is using me. I feel like a friend of mine is using me. There's a friend they have and they feel used by this person. They feel like that person has taken advantage of them in some way. What should they do? Uh, the best thing to do... So check this out. You're getting, you, get, you get these questions from Reddit. And no matter what you ask me right now, all these people putting this on here lack the, 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 the backbone for confrontation. They lack the backbone for confrontation. That's the only thing I can think of when you think of that. So what do I do if my friend, if I feel like my friend is taking advantage of me? If I felt... I want you to, I want you to um, answer like you don't know it's from Reddit. Okay. If I felt like one of my friends was taking advantage of me, I would confront them. Because it'd be really easy for me to recognize that. And depending on the situation with the friend, let's just say they don't have a lot and I end up paying for their food a lot, I will have a giving heart for a while, but if they're not trying to better themselves and they're just taking advantage of the situation of my giving heart, that's when I'll say something. If they're just trying to take advantage of me as far as like, sometimes it's just my energy or my company and will will be, can be kind of be flaky when, when only they're available. Like the friendship goes at a pace of their own availability and their own want and need, then yeah. I'll have a conversation with them and say, Hey, what's going on? It's not going to work. It's got it. We got to vibe both ways, man. This is one of the things that I find very interesting about, I don't know if all men are like this, but about men, it, just in, like generalizing men, specifically my boyfriend, um, is that they're a lot more simpler when it comes to these kind of things than women are. Yeah, I, all these people asking these questions are women already. All these people. No, one of them was a guy. But it's funny because it's so simple to them. Like, they're, they'll just go and ask. <laughs> like, a yeah. girl will be like, I don't know what to do. And you're like, just say something, <laughs> you know? Yeah. That wouldn't be my first instinct. I don't think of... I don't know why. Okay. It's not because I'm fake or because anything specific that I would uh, that I even understand about myself, I just don't think I would go straight on and just tell them. I don't think, and this isn't a sexist statement, so I hope I don't rub it into the wrong way, but I don't think women are programmed to handle confrontation. Ancestral, if you look at back in the day... They're hunting the mammoths. They're running toward danger. They're running towards things that make them uncomfortable. They're going inside a cave to make sure there's a bear not in there. You know what I'm saying? Right. They're doing these things that are a necessity for survival. So maybe the brain is processed differently to where they can put the fear of failure or their own imagination on the back burner and just pursue and just go in and handle the confrontation. Guys handle confrontation a lot easier than women, I think. And I don't think that's a, a sexist statement. I think it's a biological statement. Okay. That actually makes a lot of sense to me, at least. I don't know. I think, I think it could be more than just that. 
Because there's some women that are willing to just flat out say it. It's just not every personality and not every per, you know what I mean? I think it's more common, you know, it's more common in women than in men to be a certain way. Like, are you assertive? Are you an assertive person or are you not? I know plenty of women who are assertive and I know plenty of women who are not at all you know well um, that might just be the development I, i'm not I'm saying actually, that women can't be also, assertive i just think that men have had no, to I be know that. assertive for longer i'm not assertive but tell me this yo when have i not told you that something bothers me more often than not i'll tell you right yeah and I'm not a I'm not the type of person with you. I feel comfortable telling you, "Hey, I don't like this," or "Hey, I, I'm not okay with this," or which doesn't. I mean, it, it's generalized. I'm not going to tell you specifics what I've said specifically. I mean, to the audience, not you. Yeah. Um, but I'm pretty comfortable flat out telling you, "Hey, what's going on?" Or like, "Hey, what is this?" Or whatever. You know. Yeah. But I think that has a lot to do with the, like with relationship. Yeah, that's and true. The the like what's determined to be okay? Because what if I resisted every single time you brought up your feelings? Right, I wouldn't tell you nothing. I don't yeah. think. I, so we I, wouldn't be together. I'm susceptible to it. Yeah, and I can sit there and be like, "Oh, okay, that makes sense," or yeah. "Oh, my bad, you're right." Right. Our next, if there's a next. Yes. Let's do we'll, this. We'll do one more. One and then more. we'll go to my other segment, which I'm She's so excited about. She's got two segments. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. My best friend ruined my wedding proposal. What should I do? Get over it. Oh. Get over it. Okay. That's obviously a dude, right? No. Girl. Oh, that she got proposed to? The and, girl her best, got, and her and her best friend ruined it. Get over it. Like, what does it mean? What what is the significance in your demeanor, your lifestyle, your persona in the day that some dude said, "Will you marry me?" Nothing. You don't celebrate that day. You kind of walk by the valley like, ah, oh, this is what you proposed to me. You take a picture it like means, this it with your hand on his chest like Nothing. This. <laughs> Literally nothing. The only day that, that means something is when you put the covenant before so God. Do you, so do you feel like that is a self-centered person? Uh, yes. If it was on purpose and it was deliberate, like... Like out of jealousy, then you might need a new friend and not talk to that person. But if it was just because they're airheaded or whatever, dude, life isn't perfect. It's just a day you got proposed to. Did you say yes? Did it change your answer? No. So there you go. It it affected nothing for your lifestyle. Only, uh, only and then it, it, just for context, the friend didn't do anything mean. She kind of just. She she ruined the surprise. Oh. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I thought it was going to be something like crazy. Get but. over it. What? He was going to ask me at dinner and you telling me now? 
I mean, do I bring it up? Do I still like surprise? Why would you do this? I actually, I actually would want to know. My, too. my moment is Tell gone. Me. I won't be able to post how shocked I was on social media. I gotta fake it now. Like, we gotta fake it. Instagram was gonna be so lit. I was gonna get about 1100 <laughs> views on it, but now I'm only gonna get like 300 because you told me now it's gonna be a fake surprise and the, the algorithm's gonna pick up on the fake surprise. <laughs> I'm not a good actor, Cindy. <laughs> <laughs> It means nothing. Dang. Nothing. It's it's a special moment, but not enough to be like, oh, you ruined it. How? Okay, why is it a special moment? Because you're being proposed to. Yeah, but what significance does it mean? That that someone has decided they're going to dedicate the rest of their life. No, that's the marriage. That's the covenant under God. Well, that's true. What is the get down of one day and make it cute for everyone to stay? Here's some ball bed. Yeah, I guess it's more social media. I don't know. I think girls care about it more than guys do. Yeah. There's nothing. I used to, when I was younger, and I... Um, I was all about the attention and uh, who's going to see me, you know, who's going to watch me do this. Um, I was like, I want to get proposed to in like in front of everybody, like in front of a whole bunch of people. But and why now, is that? Why? Would, uh, excuse me. How, why okay. is that? Yeah, your brain. <laughs> I, I just said it. I said that. When I was cra- when I craved attention, and I was very like young and stuff, I thought that's what I wanted. And now I'm like, oh no, that sounds like a nightmare. <laughs> I, I, I just I think I wouldn't know what face to make. I'd be super like, like you know. I feel, I think I would feel the way I feel when people sing Happy Birthday to me. Yeah, I'd be super excited, but it'd be like. <laughs> And even if it was in front of people, or if it was in front of anybody, I think I'd have the same feeling. That's what I think. We'll, right. we'll see. We'll see when it actually happens. What happens to my face? <laughs> huh. uh, that'd be. I hope that I'm there whenever you do get proposed to. Shut up. <laughs> the next time you see Freddie, please kick him in the shin. Mm. I hope I'm there. <laughs> Idiot. I'd love to see a reaction. Do you want to explain to the audience what you mean? No, I'm just messing around. I know, I'm putting you on the spot. Next segment. All right. Scientific facts. Go. Okay, so if you know Freddie and I, if you know this podcast, you know that Freddie has an aversion to creepy facts. Yes. Doesn't like them. I don't like them. He hates them. I don't hate him. He prefers the fluffy, cute stuff. She's... Sweet stuff. She's... That's okay. That's not what it is. What is it? Explain it to us. Okay. I I don't like... Which is crazy because I like horror movies, you know? But I like like the cinematography of them. I like how uh, music and a camera angle can make you feel things, you know? That's that's art to me. Mm. Okay, something like... And it doesn't have to be makeup. Like the movie Insidious... When that the dad's walking through the house and it's just music and it's one camera angle, it's one shot of him going all throughout the house. You know, like nothing is happening, but you're nervous. Has he on the edge of your seat? I think that is art because of the music, the music, the acting, the look on his face, no makeup. Also, fun fact before the fun facts. Did you know that's often um, 
people who film movies will off-center the camera just so you can feel off balance as a as a someone who's watching it you feel off balance and it helps the mood set in like you're nervous and anxious but you don't know why and it adds another layer of like There's i feel so unsafe yep. i feel unstable because the c- camera is slightly off center it could be the off center it can be the camera hue it's everything it can be upside not the camera the color hue they add they the add music different, like different layers to make you feel a, t- a certain way so Interesting. The, so the information that i don't like okay uh-huh. are when someone someone comes up to me did you hear about that guy who murdered his kids at bakersfield i don't care i don't <gasps> i do not care did you did you hear that there's there's uh there was a like a, did you hear about the person that was that was practicing witchcraft at our town? I don't care, I don't care, because I don't like bad vibes to 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 sway me. So okay, so check this out. Check this out. I'm gonna give you an example. All right, I'm gonna give you an example. I was watching a TikTok one day. Was it TikTok or was it YouTube? It might have been a YouTube video. And it was showing about some incident that happened. And I didn't know it was a death. I didn't know it was a murder. It was just an incident that happened at a, at a beach. Yeah. Okay. And what it was, was this little nine-year-old kid oh. went into the bathroom. Mm-hmm. His aunt was outside the bathroom. The nine-year-old kid goes in the bathroom to go pee. So he didn't go by himself. Some dude walks in. A minute and a half later, walks out. Kid was going pee. Dude comes up. Slits that little boy's throat and walks out. Nobody was in the bathroom. Aunt goes in, boy's dead. I saw that a year ago. Maybe a year ago. A year ago. Yeah. Fast forward to Gilroy Gardens the other day. I was nervous to leave Brandon inside the bathroom by himself. Even though that is such a, a one in a trillion things that can happen. It happened. It's in my brain. Now I'm thinking about it. Why? Because of some crap on the media that I sh- I didn't want to see. I don't want my thought process to be deterred by this reality or fear of, of bad information and scary information just because it rubs you the wrong way. I don't want to hear that crap. So I prefer the f- cute, fluffy, funny horror movies are different. Yeah. I can separate that in my mind as art. Because I like I like musicals too. I like The Greatest Showman. So that's that's why I don't like hearing that stuff. And I will walk away from a conversation or try to change it. Interesting. So yeah, that's more of me. All right. So we got thirteen creepy science facts. (laughs) 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 Babe. Babe, hold on, hold on. I'm not done. Are they gonna piss me off? I'm not done. All right. Here's 13 creepy science facts that you'll, that'll freak you out, but don't worry. There's also 14 to make you feel better. So I am going to meet you in the middle. This is 13 creepy, this is Noemi versus Freddy right now. Okay? So it starts off with the, with the creepy one and then it'll give you a fluffy one that'll make you feel better. Is that okay? Yeah. Okay, stop me at any moment. (laughs) Number one, let's start with something creepy and crawly. Your body is covered with thousands of microscopic mites. And they they have the 
bow, chicka, bow, wow, on your face while you're asleep. Nice. Ew, gross. Why talk about that when we could talk about the fact that polar bears communicate by rubbing their noses together? That's what's up. Isn't that sweet? Do you want me to continue or should I stop? Yeah, go ahead. Just go. That one wasn't so bad. Okay. Polar bears are fine, I guess, but not nearly as interesting as a, as Mike the Headless Chicken, who survived for a year and a half, missing exactly what you think he was missing. His head. Yes. What? So he lived without his head for a year and a half. That's what's up. How is that possible? Wow. Then again, it may be worth focusing on the fact that researchers at UC Davis discovered that couples' hearts beat in sync. Couples' hearts beat in sync? Yeah. That's so, sweet. So does your does does your heart beat out of rhythm too? Yeah. Oh, that's so cute. <laughs> or maybe it's mine trying to beat at the same time as yours. <laughs> your your heart is trying to catch up. Trying to catch up to, to your to little mine. mouse heart. <laughs> I don't know if that should I should take that as a compliment or as a your ADHD heart. Yeah, my put ADHD. my ear to her chest. It just goes. <laughs> 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 yeah. Okay. Anyways, let's talk about the end of the world. (laughs) (laughs) One hypothetical for now, doomsday scenario, is called gray goo. It involves tiny robots designed to replicate themselves going haywire and producing more and more robot offspring until Earth is reduced to a lifeless mass teeming with nanomachines. Wow, that's creepy. But a cute fact, or a better fact to think about, is because there's a diamond in the sky. Thank you for asking, but now I re- Oh, wait, 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 wait. Wait, wait. So the fact to cover that fact with some happiness <laughs> is that a scientist identified a white dwarf star approximately the size of earth this is so cool that is so cold it has cooled into a crystallized chunk of carbon aka a diamond it's literally a diamond a star diamond isn't that so cool i like it that's really cool (sighs) the cone snail wants you dead the what? <laughs> the cone snail wants you dead. Well, actually, they're not aggressive until an unwitting shell collector picks one up, at which point they will deliver a venomous sting that in some of the over 800 speci- species is strong enough to kill an adult human. So this crab, or it's, it looks like, it looks like a, a hermit crab kind of. Yeah. They're actually venomous. So, I mean, this is kind of like, like a venomous spider, but just in the water. I would, okay. I would assume that's not too bad. I, I'm not gonna be. Pick, I won't even pick up a dwarf, uh, or dwarf, a uh, hermit crab. And hermit crabs don't do anything, but it, they just give me the heebie-jeebies. But in other news, in fluffy news, a move in a move that was equal parts effective and adorable. The national. 
Edubon's seabird restoration program used wooden decoys to lure this is a word that I've never seen before. Gregarious? Do you know what gregarious means? Gregarious? <laughs> gregarious puffins back to Maine's, isla- Maine's islands. Some of the birds even imitating their new wooden friends' one-legged stance. <laughs> Look at this picture. Is that not the cutest thing ever? <laughs> so yeah, those are cool. The the wooden puffins have like just a stick that's in, in on the rock. And, and then the real-life puffins standing next to it. With one foot up. One foot. That is Trying the cutest to imitate it. thing. By the way, puffins look like they're fake. They look like they're like a, a drawing. And I didn't know puffins existed up until like 2013. They're I'd awesome. I've never heard of them before. In much less fun news, there exists a sleep dis- disorder called exploding head syndrome. And while it's not as gory as it sounds, is it's definitely unpleasant. Patients with EHS deal with terrifying episodes that create the perception of a loud explosion and possibly a flash of light in between sleeping and wakefulness. The explosions are imaginary and therefore harmless, but some people can have multiple episodes at night. So basically, every time they're about to wake, wake up, up, it's an, just a that's so weird. Boom, and then a flash, and then yeah. open your eyes. You, they must wake up like terrified. Unless you get used to it. That's awful. Yeah. On the plus side, Stanford researchers have discovered that mealworms can consume various types of plastic and still be safe for other animals to eat. This means they may help humanity solve our giant plastics problem. Mealworms do that? Mm-hmm. That's actually pretty cool. That's really cool. So we can get plastic bags back at the grocery store now and not get charged 10, 10 cents. Yeah. <laughs> I guess. Ten pence. Ten pence. <laughs> okay. Last creepy one and then last fluffy one. Let's get it. Around 19 million years ago, a massive extinction event decimated the global shark population over a period of timing lasting less than 100,000 years. 90% of the Earth's sharks were killed and 70% of the shark species were extinct. And researchers don't know why. They don't know why. No. See, these aren't that creepy. That, these that, are. I, th- I think that like natural events. Yeah, I guess yeah, is cool. yeah. Bummer. Maybe I just don't like hearing the twisted side of people. Right. Yeah. I I try to tone it down because I, I I needed to feed my curiosities while still not making you uncomfortable. I like this balance, baby. Balance, baby. Bummer. But one scientific mystery we have solved is the question of why bunnies binky. (laughs) This adorable term refers to rabbits leaping in the air and twisting their bodies, and they do it when they feel happy and comfortable. It's called a binky. Have you ever seen them hop and then they twist their body? That's them kind of being like, Mom, Mom, look what I can do. And then they do something dumb. (laughs) You know, it's called a binky. A binky. Rabbit's binky. Rabbit's binky. That is so cute. (laughs) That's so cute. Anyways, I'm done. I'm indifferent about the last 10 minutes of this podcast. Um, You don't think it's as interesting. And then, like always, you'll listen back and you'll be like, oh, that was actually, that that was better than I thought it was. What? Yeah. What are you talking about? Sometimes you get indifferent. Because you think it's not going to flow. No, that's not what I'm saying. Like, oh. I'm, what I'm saying is 
I don't feel anything. I don't feel this or that. Yeah, I you're just, you're I just, just let cool. it happen. You're as cool as a cucumber. A cool, cool as cool as a, a cucumber. Yeah. I got a booger. Did you hear that? Can you hear that? <laughs> Ew! Don't do that. That's gross. Have I um? So uh, for some reason, I want to talk about elementary school. Elementary school. I loved elementary school. Elementary school. <laughs> At Valentine's Day. Aww. Elementary school for Freddie Diaz. My name's Freddie Diaz, if you didn't know. What? I thought her name was what? The Durf. It's Freddie Diaz. Durf is Fred backwards. Durf is Fred backwards. Alfred Diaz. So, elementary school. I grew up. I went to a school called Cassell Elementary School in San Jose, California. I went there from kindergarten to second grade, and then I went to another school called Windmill Springs, where the Bobcats from third grade to sixth grade. Third grade was a class, so the the, the classrooms were mixed. You had third and fourth, and fifth and sixth. So I stayed in the same class, third and fourth grade, and then fifth and sixth grade. You know oh, what I'm cool. saying? So yeah. that's pretty cool. So my so you had teacher, the same the same teacher. I had the same teacher, third and fourth grade, and then my teacher decided to go to fifth and sixth grade. So I had the same teacher again, oh, fifth cool. and sixth grade. Cool. Kind of like, cool, kind of like not. A, you're like a private school boy. Her name was Bobby. Interesting. And uh, was she cool? Uh, yeah. Bobby One sounds like she would be cool. She was cool. Um, one year for about six months, she had some kind of sty on her eye, and I couldn't unsee that. It's just a big old red bump on her eye. Ooh. I remember my principal for one year. Her name was Weeda. Her last name was Weeda. It was O U I D A. And one thing specifically, this is the first moment in fourth grade that Freddie. It's not Oida? It's Weeda. The first time in fourth grade where my brain literally like went like, that's, that's dumb. <laughs> Shut up. You know how no up up until then I was just like, "Hello, kid, hello, kid," and then this moment right here, I'm just like, oh, I could have lived the rest of my life without hear, hearing that crap." Oh, stupid! She okay. comes in trying to build rapport with the kids, and she goes, "Hello, kids. My name is Miss Weeda. I don't even know if that's how she talks. Whatever." And she goes, "And you want to know something, fun, kids? You know, already, already." Like a little inkering, you know, it was almost like a transition. That was when the Freddy became Freddy Diaz. Yes, when Freddy came out, like it just the brain was just processing. Oh, the brain just popped open the little brain bubble. There's Freddy. She's like, "Hello, kids!" Immediately, butt cheek itched. Like I was just like, "This is making me uncomfortable." You want to know something fun about the name Weeda? If you break it down, we means yes in French. And da means yes in Russian. So my name, Wida, means yes, yes. And I go, Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. And I know it made me, Ugh, because I remember it. You don't remember crap that you don't care about. So it's either really yeah. good or really you annoyed know what's you. It's crazy. There's things I remember from first grade. <laughs> That I actually, I remember the first time I ever had anxiety and worry. Mm, yeah. 
It was in first grade. So I went to different schools, first grade, second grade, and th- kindergarten, first grade, second grade, and third grade. Dang. So kindergarten, I went to a school named Roosevelt. Then I went to Steinbeck in first grade. Then second grade, I went to Barden. And then... <gasps> Barden Bellas! Yeah. And then in third grade, I went to Christian school. I, and then that's where I stayed until... Uh, eighth grade and then in ninth grade I, I went to public school um, so it was first grade I went to Steinbeck which by the way I don't remember the name of my teacher because we switched teachers halfway through the year mm. and then again right before school ended so Stupid. I had three teachers my my first grade year and I honestly feel like it stunted my my growth my development um, because I had a hard time learning how to read after that. Mm. But I think I, it was hard for me to adapt. Yeah. Um, and I don't like change. So I remember not liking change. But the first time I ever had, I ever felt anxious and I ever felt worry is there was a kid in my classroom who had, um, who had problems with, um, what would you call it? He didn't have autism. And honestly, I didn't know what autism was at that time. Yeah. Uh, but he had behavioral problems. Okay. He was very angry and he would often have like tantrums and outbursts in class. And that was like not a common thing. Like now yeah. I feel like it's a little bit more common. But he would throw himself. He would hit the teacher. It was really scary. And he rode the bus with me. Not next to me, but he rode in the same bus. And I remember the first time I ever saw him on the bus and he was way in the back. I was scared because I thought he would hurt me Dang. or he would hurt someone in there. And that was the first time that I, that I can ever remember that I felt anxious. And I was like, Oh, what is he going to do? You know? And I he did know. nothing. And, and he did nothing. <laughs> yeah. And then when I left that school, I remember being relieved. relieved. Mm-hmm. That crazy guy. Yeah. And I, I think about him from time to time and it's weird. Cause I'll pray for him. I'm like, I wonder, I wonder how he's doing. I hope that, it was just a like a childhood thing and that he was able to be okay. I don't know. I just pray for him. <laughs> Plot twist. It was me. <gasps> Could you imagine? <laughs> imagine. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, wait, did you say Steinbeck? <laughs> <laughs> In Salinas, California. <laughs> did you say <laughs> Just throw the table over. <laughs> I've been looking for you. It's me. (laughs) Jessica. (laughs) Barden Bellas is fresh on my mind. That's from um, Barden. Pitch Pitch Perfect because we saw Pitch Perfect last night at her sister's house. Yeah. So uh, fourth grade, I heard that. In third grade, I was 130 pounds. 130 pounds, part of my hair in the middle, had big old glasses, big old stupid glasses. the middle part, chunkers. Uh, Chunkers. Wore glasses. Oh, and a gap in my teeth. And <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. Life was just not fair at the moment. Why? Just at the moment. And I that guess. was when you went through that stuff with the kid that was upset that you ate his pizza and all that. Yeah, oh. yeah. And then, uh, dang. I, I mean, I had I had friends. I guess I don't know, but I really didn't. I really didn't get. Like I didn't really have solid friends and a little more respect until I was six in sixth grade, and I stretched out a little bit. And uh, yeah, so I went to elementary school over there, and a big story for that. I said Valentine's Day, right? Mm-hmm. So I was in fifth grade, 
And there was this fourth grader. Her name was Jasmine. Oh. And I'm just like, you know what? I'm a little <laughs> mature. I'm a little more mature than this girl. You know, I've seen things. She's in fourth grade. <laughs> you know, just I'm one step closer to being a man. <laughs> I just got a couple peach fuzzes and one hair on my chin. So, I mean. You're this, sophisticated this, as heck. I mean, how could she say no? Right. This is going to happen. Jasmine, right. you don't know it yet, but you're my girl. You know? <laughs> Like that. <laughs> so Valentine's, Day, Valentine's Day comes up. <laughs> and in retrospect, she had no idea I liked her. Oh. So it wasn't like a. You gave no indication. No in, your, indication. in your mind, in your mind, she was looking at you. You would give her a little wink when you'd pass by. No wink. In your mind. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But in reality, you she just had, put your head nothing. down and walk There was past no her. warming up to this gesture that I did. <laughs> oh, my okay. gosh. So one Valentine's Day when I was in fifth grade, she's in fourth grade. I was like, mom, you got to take me to Kmart because I, I got to do something. I got $20. I've been saving up. I want to I spend some jewelry. Take me to Kmart and just go walk around. I'm, I got this. I'm going to pay for it. I got this. Um, you go buy some laundry That's detergent. That's actually very cute that you got jewelry. <laughs> I'm going to go to the jewelry department at Kmart. I got a $20 budget. You know, I'm not trying to spend it all in one place. You know, maybe get a card, but we're just going to see what happens. You know what I'm saying? Money's tight. <laughs> it's probably like eight bucks. <laughs> <laughs> I know. So I go and I find this uh, necklace for twelve ninety nine. Oh. And oh, a, the big bucks. It's yeah, double digits. So there was an eight ninety nine necklace, but I went for the bigger one because the eight ninety nine had just like the Mickey Mouse head, but then twelve ninety nine actually had Winnie the Pooh on it. And it was just like the whole body, not just the head. You know, Christopher Robin. You know, it was like straight <laughs> up. <laughs> I need more honey, and uh, <laughs> and I was just like, uh, lady behind the counter, uh, wrap it up. I want this one right here. No, I don't need to look at it. Just make it look nice, lady. Put a little bow on it. You know what I'm saying? Get it back. I don't need a receipt. I'm not returning it. I'm not returning it. She don't even know how much I spent on her. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh my gosh. So, so I go to school uh, the next day and I have this brilliant idea. I've got $6 left. You know, l- let me go get a Coca Cola Classic and I- I'm going to give her this necklace. I'm I thought not- it was grape soda. Huh? It w- I thought it was grape soda. No, I didn't even okay. know why you thought grape soda. I don't know. I was like, I'm going to get a Coca Cola Classic and-, and I didn't get a card. I didn't get a card. I- you know, I could have got a card, put the necklace in a card, get in a box or whatever, but I was like, you know what? I'm going to further this gesture. I'm going to get her a Coca-Cola Classic. I don't even know if she's thirsty at this point. But, like, I didn't know she was thirsty, babe. I didn't know she liked Coke. I didn't know anything. <laughs> like, what would, like, what do you think? What do you, like, what do you think of that? I don't even know what You're she liked. You're a little idiot fifth grader, <laughs> that's why. You're a little idiot fifth grader that doesn't know anything. You just think this girl's pretty, and I don't know. So I, thought, I think it's sweet. Most boys don't think of getting anything. So I'm like, you know, she looks a little parched. So I got a little Coca-Cola classic can, and I was like, I got this brilliant idea. I'm going to put the necklace on top of the Coca-Cola classic can. So when I hand her the soda, she's going to be like, oh, my gosh, I've been so thirsty all day. Thank you for this cold Coca-Cola classic in the middle of February. Oh, then when she goes to open it, it's like, you shouldn't have. Is this a Winnie the Pooh necklace? I've been dreaming about this moment. You know what I'm saying? 
Mm-hmm. That's how the, the that's how it was gonna happen in my brain. And um, so I was like, this is a fail proof plan. I got this. Let me get the cold cold classic and go do this. So I go to the cafeteria. I spend fifty cents on the cold cold classic. I come running. I didn't run. I walked over and I went like Jasmine was like a, with a little group of girls. You know how groups always walk in a line, like like freaking like they're walking on the yellow brick road. Girls always be walking like they're walking on the yellow brick road. Linked arms in elementary school. Barrier you can't get through. Always doing it, you know? Mm-hmm. So she's coming with a group of girls. She's in the middle. And I, I had I had the Coca-Cola Classic in my hand. I put the necklace on it. And I'm walking. My heart just just going a little faster. Mm-hmm. Freddie's cool is kind of like going away. And I walk up. Like, hey, hey. Hey, Jasmine. <laughs> Had you ever talked to her before? Uh, I did, but not in a way like, I think you're pretty. Were you guys friends? Not really. Okay. So you just thought she was cute. Yeah. And I thought this is how you talk to girls. Oh, got it. You know, you get you, girls love stuff. Get her stuff. If I, get, if I walked up to you with the cold, cold classic and a necklace, what would you say? I'd be so excited. <laughs> and... <laughs> And I was like, Why hey. haven't you done that? You did that for Jasmine, but you haven't done it for me. I didn't uh, get no necklace on Valentine's I Day. Said, Shut up, babe. And I was like, Hi, Jasmine. Uh, uh, I got you a soda. Um, happy Valentine's Day. And I gave her the soda. And when she went to go grab the soda, her hand hit the soda. And then my hand kind of jumbled with the soda. And then I handed her the soda, but the soda tilted and the necklace fell on the floor. But she didn't know there was a necklace on there. And you didn't really hear it because it landed on the grass. And she just had the soda with no necklace on top. And I panicked. I didn't want to pick up the necklace in front of her because now the fail-proof plan failed. And there's people watching me, her and her little You were suddenly very... um, Like self-conscious, like I'm giving her a present. I was on fire. <laughs> you ever get so so self-conscious that everything gets wet? You're just swamp. Like, no. You're just so nervous. So you just get sweaty. I've been nervous, but and like not sweaty nervous. And the necklace falls on the ground into the grass, and she just looks at me, like like. Like I just handed somebody a, like in her eyes, some dude walked up to her that she barely knows, hands her a Coca-Cola classic and says, happy Valentine's Day. And then stands there. I just, I stood there for like a second. I knew the necklace fell. I panicked. I didn't want to pick it up. It's probably still there right now. And she just goes, thanks. And I ran away. Oh. I briskly walked and then I ran away. Did you ever see her again? Oh yeah, she was in my class the next year. I never told her. I was done. But did she talk to you? Like, was she nice to you? But I was a sixth grader and she was a fifth grader, and that—that's too far. Like, she might as well be in kindergarten now. <laughs> I'm a sixth grader. Like, I'm about to go to junior high. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm top dog over here. Sixth graders hang out with the sixth graders. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh, that's a cute story. <laughs> I like that story. Damn it. <laughs> it sucks, man. She probably, yeah, she's probably just confused. Yeah. Maybe you should have talked to her. I would have given her the necklace, say, hey, I think you're cute. But you were in fifth grade. 
You probably but, didn't even know how to wipe your butt correctly at that point. Whoa, whoa, whoa. We got cameras? Jeez. who told you this information (laughs) it was stalking me so in my brain when i put it on the coca-cola classic can i thought element of surprise it wasn't that i was like so i was like i could just give her the necklace or (laughs) i can go above and beyond element of surprise coca-cola classic hello jasmine you're looking a little parched. Honestly, I feel like she would have been less confused. If I just gave her the necklace. If you would have given her the necklace also. Or just said, hey, I think, I think, I think you're pretty. I think the soda was okay. I think yeah. that was a nice little touch. But self-conscious Freddie left the $12.99 necklace on the floor, which is probably still there. Like covered in dirt, covered in underneath dirt. the grass. Yes. Somebody with the metal detector is going to go find it. Yes. I wonder if my teachers are still alive. Oh, that's crazy. I know. I, my kindergarten teacher's name was, was Mrs. Mrs. Alami. I, I've said it before. I thought it was Salami, <laughs> Mrs. Salami. And she died. No. Oh, she's. Still I mean, alive. I don't know. <gasps> They're forever I alive. Google, I should Google her. No. Is that creepy? Uh, maybe. Yeah, so Mrs. Salami. Okay, well, I believe this is about an hour and 15 minutes or whatever. Yeah. And I hope I hope this, this was uh, pretty informative. Um, we really didn't talk about anything godly, so uh, just have a blessed week. Yeah. We hope that this podcast just brought a little smile to your face. I mean, we're here to spread uh, positivity and laughs and joy and encouragement and, and encourage some thinking, provoke thinking. Sometimes it's all of the above. Sometimes it's one. But uh, yeah, once again, Paul, y- Paul Yanez. Yanez. Paul Yanez is going to be, uh, be on the podcast next Monday. We're, we're recording with him on Thursday at his office and it should be lit. And uh, yeah, make sure you give that one a listen and be on the lookout for it. We'll try to get. I, I'm gonna. I'm pushing. I'm gonna pay for some little advertising for it. Push it on Instagram. 250 views in a week. I'm doing it. I don't even care. And I think when I put his name on the, like on Facebook and Instagram, people will be intrigued yeah. if they uh, they're familiar with the name. Yeah. So yeah, Noemi, you have anything to say? Nope. I love you all. Thank you for the support. Leave a rating, a review, Spotify, Apple. It's been fun. Uh, season one is going to come to end and come to an end soon, soon. But it's not going to be like a three month break. Probably just be a one week break. Yeah, and, and I'll keep back. you guys updated if Freddie ever gets me my necklace and my Coca Cola Classic. Also, if I do end the season, it isn't just going to be nothing. I'll probably do a best of stories hmm. um, from the first like. 14, 15 episodes, how there was like a story every episode. Yeah. I think it'd be cool to do like a 45 minute podcast for best of stories and stuff like that. That'd be pretty cool, huh? Yeah. All right. Everybody, thank you for listening and have a good day because if it ain't good, then why have it, baby? Woo! Okay, bye.